Welcome to the Chapman CG podcast series, inspiring and informative conversations with top HR leaders from around the world. At the heart of innovation is diversity. A diverse employee population is a creative one with a wealth of unique ideas that ultimately lead to better and more improved products and services. This also creates a more interesting and fulfilling work environment where employees feel engaged and valued. But organizations are in the midst of major transformations. Digital has disrupted everything, and the new norm is change. With business attention focused on things like AI, how can something like diversity remain a priority? I'm here with Lim Jurong, Global HR Director for Food Solutions at Unilever, to discuss how to make diversity and inclusion a priority. Hi, Jurong. Hi, Catherine. Thank you for the opportunity. A pleasure to connect with you again. Great. So, Jurong, tell us a little about your role and the work you do at Unilever. Sure. I am the Global HR Director for the Unilever Food Solution based in Singapore today. Functionally, I report to the Global HR VP based in Global HQ, and I business partner, the Vice President of Food Solutions in Asia. Food Solution is a B2B business that Unilever operates, and we sell our wonderful portfolio of food products to businesses such as chain restaurants, independent food operators, and chefs around the world. Fantastic. I understand you've been promoted to this role recently, so congratulations again. Thank you. Thank you. So, Jurong, diversity and inclusion has apparently been a hot topic over the past few years. How is Unilever looking to improve diversity and inclusion within its business? Sure. First of all, Unilever Food Solutions believes strongly in the importance of DNI, and we have a goal to be truly 50-50 in gender balance before 2020. We seek to improve DNI through an integrated approach, ranging from creating awareness, such as running DNI workshops with the business, to help them remove conscious and unconscious bias during interviews, during performance assessments, or even when we are talking about talents throughout the year. And most importantly, we believe in role modeling from the top. And I'm very proud to share that in our leadership team, we have a very diverse uh, leadership team where we have a fair representation of male and females, as well as nationalities from many countries. Interesting. Just curious, when you said 50-50 gender balance in 2020 is the goal, where are we today? Um, today, Unilever Food Solutions stands at around 43 to 44% globally. And uh, so we continue to see pocket of opportunities to improve. For example, in countries like Vietnam and Indonesia, we know that it is a little bit of a struggle to get females to join our workforce or in general the workforce in that country. But we are not giving up. We are still trying to make sure our workplace is uh, family-friendly, we provide fair and good opportunities for our female talents. We accelerate their development and we make sure when we go out and recruit, we consider CVs fairly, irregardless of the agenda. Great. Sounds like it's not overly aggressive um, because you are making uh, great progress already. But at such a large organization like Unilever, 
how do you make diversity and inclusion work on a global scale? In USS, uh, we work with our global talent acquisition team or our recruitment team to look at using our external vacancies to find opportunities to move the needle in DNI. In some part of the world, such as Spain, we in fact have blind CVs, CVs that do not indicate the name of the applicant, such that the hiring manager will not be able to tell if this applicant is a male or female. We believe then this ensures that the line manager considers the applicant solely based on merit and the experiences that he or she may have, and not because of uh, his or her name to tell what is the gender. We also created very useful DNI toolkits that enables the line managers to have quality conversations with their female talents. Conversations that ensure that the female talents feel valued. Conversations that ensure that the female talents get mentored if necessary. And last but not the least, we also use big data to track the inflows and outflows of female talents uh, in the company. How many females are we losing over the year? And how many females are we bringing in during the year? So that we, we know where we stand and is there a need to improve the inflow or to switch off and address retention risk at the outflow. Sounds very interesting. So as you mentioned earlier, I guess it's really about having a holistic philosophy and strategy on DNI, but different tactics and focuses in different markets with different dynamics, right? Exactly. So different countries uh, requires uh, a different sort of intervention. I believe we need to customize. We can't just apply a one-size-fits-all solution. So it is about understanding the country needs and collectively helping to move the DNI needle for global food solutions worldwide. Great. Now, as you continue to drive DNI at a global scale within Unilever, what are some of the most common misconceptions you've observed about diversity and inclusion initiatives? That's a wonderful question. And I think one of the very first myths that I often see is people just look at DNI as just male and female. And it is not true. It is more than just female representation. It is about inclusion with our, for example, Muslim colleagues in Malaysia. It is also about opportunities for native Africans in the African continent. It is about being able to be yourself at work without the fear of being judged or passed over because of a certain color or a certain uh, a, a community that you belong to. I think so that's, that's the first misconception that I wanted to point out. The second misconception is also some people misunderstood DNI as a reverse bias against males. But this is clearly not the case. In Unilever Food Solutions, when we look at talent, talent development opportunities, such as structured mentoring programs or leadership development programs, we make sure female and male mentors and mentees are both considered. Uh, we make sure that when we build future talent pipelines, recruiting fresh graduates, we look at hiring both male and female talents and also different nationalities, different colors at our entry level. At the end of the day, we want a truly diverse workforce because they can contribute much more perspective that can enrich our thinking conversations, the kind of uh, thoughts that we can have as a collective group in the business. So these are some of the misconceptions that I've uh, heard and I'd like to address uh, today with you. 
Indeed, there are multiple dimensions to diversity and inclusion, and people tend to always think just around the gender differentiation. And I like the point you mentioned.、Um, it's about being yourself at work.、Uh, a lot of times, I think people also think about diversity and inclusion as putting、uh, labels on people, right?、Um, but it actually, the the word inclusion itself、uh, actually means you.、Uh, Are able to play to your own strengths at the workplace. Yep, exactly. So, Jurong, as a global HR leader,、uh, and as you drive DNI within your organization, what advice would you give to other HR leaders who want to make diversity and inclusion a business priority in their organizations?、Mm, I think first of all, it is very important that、uh, we integrate the DNI agenda. Into our regular business meetings and discussion, DNI shouldn't be a, a quarterly affair where you just provide an update. You should make sure you have frequent dialogues with your vice presidents of the business to understand the year-to-date progress. Set an ambition DNI target that will stretch everyone. Have a vision to be truly fifty-fifty or even more. And also help people to appreciate that a truly diverse workforce is a happy workplace. I mean, just imagine this: if you have a very diverse workforce, you don't even need to travel around the world to experience different cultures, because you get that in your own workplace. So I think it's important that we we recognize this and we integrate DNI regularly into our business discussions. Secondly, I think、uh, I'm, I'm a firm believer of、uh, what you measure, you'll get to deliver. So it's important to integrate DNI into leaders' goals, so that they have the right attention. They know that they are measured by it, and they will strive to deliver the targets that we have for DNI. I think at the end of the day, DNI should be about building a truly inclusive workplace. An international workforce that is a win-win for the company, and making workplace、uh, a happy workplace for everyone as well. Yeah, this is really a great advice. And、um, at Unilever, can you share with us how is、um, BNI built into your leaders' goals? Sure. So, for example, in Unilever Food Solutions globally. We decided to set the target to be 50/50 by 2020, and that was set around a year ago. So we cascaded that formally with all our our leaders across the world, from Spain all the way to to Asia in in Indonesia, for example. So with that cascade happening, we set up what we call DNI leadership team in each business. So in Indonesia, in Malaysia, in Spain, or in in Benafra, we have、uh, a local DNI team that's responsible to look at your own DNI progress today, and what are the actions you need to take to close the gap so that you contribute to the global target of 50/50 before 2020. And、uh, I think this way you give people that vision that what we want to achieve three years later. You also empower people to take actions at a local level because they themselves set up that DNI team to look at the actions that they can drive. I mean, one of a very good example I wanted to share is in Malaysia. 
the Malaysia DNI team got together to run a two days to run a two days workshop on uh, DNI awareness. What are some common mistakes we often make when we do recruitment? What are some common mistakes we often make when we do performance assessment if we are not aware of our unconscious bias? That workshop was very well received by the participants and now we have a plan to roll that out across Malaysia. So that's one example. In Spain, we have another very good example where we created what we call an equality plan, gender equality plan, where we made sure all our communications from our leaders are very inclusive in the tone and the message as well. I think so this DNI teams in countries are empowered and they strive to deliver and enable that global goal that Food Solution has worldwide. Really impressive. I think that really goes back to your key point of making it an integral part of your leader's goals. Diversity and inclusion is not just something nice to do once every year on a DNI day. It has to be part of your daily discussions about how to grow the business and the organization. Yep, yep. And that was Lim Jurong, Global HR Director for Food Solutions at Unilever, discussing how to make diversity and inclusion a business priority. For more excellent conversations from Chapman CG, subscribe to our podcast series or check us out at chapmancg.com.